and now for the continuation of Another World. Just kidding, y'all. That's long gone. It's dead, dead. <laughs> I am <laughs> Michael the Maverick, and welcome to Soap Dish Salem Style. And let me say it again, just in case, because we have a lot of new listeners now. Hi, I, everybody. Uh, Michael the Maverick, a.k.a. the Mel Brook Logan. Do with that information what you will, ladies. Um, <laughs> we have my lovely second in command, Tony, with us today. Hi, Tony. Hey, y'all. How you doing? I'm alive. Next, we have Ariette. Hi. And lastly, but not least, we have the amazing writer, Dylan St. James. Oh, you're sweet. Hey, everybody. This, this is our V Rider. Watch out, Ron. <laughs> uh, Nick couldn't be with us this weekend. He had some things to do, but never fret. I'll make up for him. Because guess what, guys? This podcast is titled Reefer Madness for a Reason. <laughs> so let's get into the news, shall we? Welcome to the Salem Spectator Special Report. Lift your glasses, people. We're renewed. We made it. And years for two for years. Two years. <laughs> oh my God. Yay. You I'm know, so happy. Let's talk about this for a minute. Remember when two years used to sound like such a bad thing? And now what do you mean? Rem- no, like remember. We used to get five-year renewals or six-year renewals. Now, and then it got to a point where everyone was getting canceled, this, that, and the third. And then we went down to two-year renewals. Then we went down to one-year renewals. Now we're back up to two. So I feel like this is very good hope and faith that they want to keep days on for a while. Yes. And this tells me that the new NBC execs, because I know when we found out that the NBC execs were changing, people were kind of nervous and didn't know what to think. And it looks like if their first official duty was to secure a two-year renewal, that tells me all I need to know. They are invested. They understand what days means to the viewers. I mean, they understand how important Days is. They rewarded Days for the fact that they were literally the only show in the entire television landscape that wasn't a new show that did not have to go into COVID reruns. We were new through the entire pandemic. We were one of the first shows to go back into production. I know we weren't the first, but we were one of the first. And we did it seamlessly. And... We got rewarded with a two-year renewal, and I am so happy that in six months, I do not have to start panicking, wondering if I'm going to lose my favorite show. It's refreshing. I'm just so happy. Uh, And then, as you said, the video where Ken Corday announced that we are getting a two-year renewal deal, the execs were there. And usually that doesn't happen. So that gives me a lot of hope that they're trying to do something with days. And that video got me emotional because days has always been the thing that when my life is a dumpster fire, I go to Salem 
and for like an hour a day, I can be happy. And to know that I get to have that for two more years, that's everything. You know, I just want this show to go on so I can see, you know, the twins become adults. After that, then... Hey, don't rush it. Hell, I'll be old by then, so do what you need to do. That's it. First, we need to see them as babies. At least let me get a Fiera baby, whether that be... Whether that be by egg slip-up in a laboratory, because, you know, Salem Hospital sucks. (laughs) Whether they have a one night stand affair, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, pull a Vivian or something. You are living in a fantasy land, but I won't let you live there. Speaking of the deck tie killer, his contract got renewed some more, so we're going to be dealing with him for some months. Yay. I mean, I don't think anybody thought that Rob was leaving. Rob is very <laughs> pro days. He's always, you know, he's never. He's always said that Days is his home and he, you know, I don't think anybody expected him to leave. I was not expecting him to be highlighted in that article. I was happy because I love him, but it was weird. But I love the fact that they also announced that Jackie Harry also has a contract, which we knew because she was listed in the contract part of the credits since like March. But it's nice to know that with the renewal, she also gets another contract. So we get to keep Paulina on our screens. I'm okay. We're happy okay. about that. Okay, that was a good pivot, Tony. But damn, let me do my job. <laughs> As for Sorry. Rob, I knew he wasn't going anywhere. I didn't even know his contract was even in question because I just well, in my head I knew he was the entire anywhere. cast contracts were in question. They were only re- they were only under contract up until the show's cycle ran out. They were giving out contracts to certain cast members in anticipation of the show being renewed, but everybody's contracts were basically up when they finished filming in April. Hmm, interesting. But I, I just didn't see him leaving at all. Yeah, no. And as for Jackie coming back, I hope we get more episode guarantees with him. Please, God, we need because more Paulina. They're only putting her on sporadically, and I don't like that. We have an actual celebrity. Well, not actual celebrity. I mean, they're all celebrities. But, you know, an actual TV legend, an Emmy winner on the show. Why aren't we banking on that? And hopefully we will now that we have, we know we have more time. It'll be interesting to see how the added relief of having the extra time to tell stories affects the stories being told on screen. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not saying put her on every day because that's going to be too fucking we say two to three days a week is always a good balance just like I think two days is always good and then like three to four if the person's storyline is reaching a fever pitch Mm -hmm. like I'm not saying pull a James Franco on GH but oh lord no the thing is though I think more like she needs a story that airs consistently rather than just airing weekly same goes for Ilani so. Right, but I think I think Paulina's story is 
starting it's slowly percolating like we've already got we yeah, know she has I, meant a secret. That, uh, I was answering to the comment about like seeing her every week but like there's more impact if she's in the story every week rather than just seeing her you know right no but I mean like whatever her story is have her story on like two days a week because anything more than that unless the story is reaching its climax or a chapter shift shall we say uh, if it's not necessarily over, just kind of shifting to the next thing. Other Anything more than two days consistently could technically seem like overkill. And we don't want to reach the point where we're getting too much of a good thing. Does that make sense? It does. Well, speaking of climax, we might as well jump to the first story in the weekly recap. Wait, Dylan get, didn't get to say much on the renewal. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm happy about it. And I'm hoping that because they got a two year instead of the, you know, the one year, that it gives them an opportunity to make some long-term story plans and everything doesn't feel like it's going from plot point to plot point we actually get to kind of slow down and invest in some characters and maybe bring some characters from the background up to the forefront please i'm i'm just really hopeful that it's a it's going to be a good turn for the show well let's jump into the show shall we Allie is getting it from all different ways after kissing chanel which i will talk about later she kisses Trill. How did we feel while about that? that's going on, <laughs> hold on. While that's going on, Claire and Chanel are having a war of words. How did I feel about what, Tony? The, the trip alley kiss. It was nice. I mean, it had a little heat to it, you know, a little what bit. Heat? What heat? Ain't you a Cleo stand? <laughs> Let's leave that on the playground then. I mean, it's like they're okay. My thing with Trip and Alley, I I mean, I I don't they're they just like kind siblings. of they're they're just they're too it's not that I don't see chemistry there because I'm not gonna lie, I do they they do have chemistry. It's just that they're both really nice. They're just really people. nice. And nice they, white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need they need something to put some oomph and some spark and some they they there has to be some they they've got to get some sort of balance angst. well they have angst but they need no they, they have angst it's, it's, they need conflict right now something that sets them apart from each other because showing how opposite they are will help the situation because they look exactly the same they act exactly the same yeah they're there's no exactly there's no contrast to exactly. that relationship they're just they're two really sweet nice people and it's like hmm okay that's why i'm wonder- saying they need some conflict to kind of differentiate the two right now show what something kind like- of conflict do you picture like maybe Allie reverting more to her party girl days like she like when she was hanging with chanel or no, okay. Like- Let's say Allie is treating, not treating the baby some kind of way, because that sounds kind of bad, but doing something 
parenting wise that Trip doesn't agree on. And Ali goes, well, you don't have that right. But at the same time, Trip has kind of been there. Or if Trip tries to, or Trip tries to maybe take it a step too far in terms of parenting him. Yes, something like that. I I could see that. I can also see some conflict. Like, don't make the conflict too bad to where Trip looks absolutely terrible. Say, make it a conflict as to where okay. You can see both sides to the situation. But something big enough to make it a huge conflict within the couple and differentiate the two. Because would like you, says, just would you maybe age Henry up uh, maybe to like a little bit, maybe like two or so? For like a where, year, yeah. And maybe to the point where he can like speak and hopefully we can get kids back on the screen and have him maybe or not like trip. Speaking. Or have him not like Trip. Like every time Trip goes to hold him or something, like he starts screaming. Mm-hmm. Something. First off, they need Soros and Henry would have been great because, I mean, the Nicole aspect of that would be amazing, but we'll get to that later in the episode. But yeah, something that would differentiate the two because. Like Dylan said, it's nothing going on there. And I want to feel something now that they've kind of addressed the issues that I had with the couple. I want to feel something with them, but I'm not getting it unless they're kissing the entire time. Now, I was going to ask, did the way they address it help you get past it? it? I didn't get past it per se, but it was a nice starter conversation. And I'm glad that they actually took the initiative to have that started conversation. Because my thing was, I thought they weren't going to address it at all and just ignore it. So at least they're speaking on it. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of, ex- I, I've made my peace with the fact that, you know, I made my peace a long time ago with the fact that they were going in this direction because like you could see it coming almost from day one. So it's yeah. like I, I always figured that we were going to end up here and it's nice that they haven't just like completely brushed all of the, you know, uncomfortable bits under the rug. So that was nice to see, but I do, I do kind of think that you're right, Tony. I, you know, now that Allie's kind of um, moving past her trauma and getting you know, getting to the other side of it. I think it would be interesting to see for Trip to see who she was before. Cause he doesn't, you know, that's the girl that he met, you know, in London in the club and was initially like, you know, into. And so, and that's not really who he's been interacting with this whole time because she hasn't, you know, she's had so much Literally, like it's been nonstop for a year because June 10th will be her anniversary and she will have been on the show for a year. And this is the first time we are getting to see a lighter side of Allie. It took us 10 months to get to this point. Right. And so it would be, I think, kind of I, I would like to see how that sort of changes their dynamic. And if Allie getting to be a little lighter, a little more carefree, a little, you know, a little having to getting to have some fun 
And of course, you know, with her bestie being around and, and influencing mm-hmm. her to maybe not always do the right thing all the time, you know, maybe that can be the thing that gives them a little spark and a little sizzle and a little pizzazz. Cause it, you know, right now it's, it's nice. It's just not, it's just not like, uh, they, they need some contrast in those personalities and in that dynamic. Now, going back to the, when you said that they swept the, like they didn't sweep the ugly bits under the rug, they've been addressing them. They've only been addressing them in terms of trip side of it. Yeah. I that need them to address the that's alley why, side of it. That's exactly I need, why I said it was a starter conversation. Everything I, was out in like, the open. Or both I sides. needed him in that scene on Monday to say, like, I'm good with everything that happened, but are you good? Because, like, I, I, you did for a long time think that I was the person who hurt you. Can you actually see yourself getting into a relationship with me after that? Like, I almost thought he was going to go there, and then he didn't, and I kind of need that to be said. I don't need her to apologize anymore for falsely accusing him because they that's dead, done, buried. They've moved past that. Can we focus on her and what she thought for a minute? Right. Well, speaking of thoughts, I have some thoughts on the Allie and Chanel scenes from last week since I wasn't here. Tony, ask me how I felt about it. I I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask, what did you think of the Chanel and Allie kiss? Cat scratch fever! Yes, yes! I was all for it. Oh my goodness. And it had so much chemistry. So much heat. I thought they were going to take each other right down. Julie's old ass. <laughs> and trip walking. That's in. actually the vibe I got off the Claire Chanel scenes, but we'll talk about those in a minute. Uh uh uh. No. <laughs> Let's talk about that now. Let's not do that. <laughs> Don't do it, Ron. No. It's weird because it's like I think last week when we were talking about um if you know, not if, but when trip and you know they go with Trip and Allie where that would leave Chanel. And I think Tony was like, could you see her with Claire? And I laughed. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, but then I saw those scenes this week and I'm like, uh, I can, I can uh, see them I trying. See I, I, can, I, I really I can couldn't. see them trying to move from like enemies to lovers. Yeah, I can I can see them trying it. I don't know if it would be successful, but I can I can see how they would try to get there. Well, is, is, how, Isabel has the most energy in scenes with Chanel. Yeah, that's she the only alive. time they allow her to. Right, because she's not doing anything. Else. Mm, Claire deserves better. I'm just gonna say. Oh, it. we're gonna we're gonna discuss that more either when we get to spoilers or next week when those scenes air. Because I 100 percent agree. Oh crap! I forgot about that. Okay, Chanel and Claire. I I don't know if we get a book maybe, <laughs> but I feel like Chanel is gonna be that character 
that moves around the entire town. And I'm she already has been. She's been on the show what two months? A month and a half? Because I would like to see her and Theo. I would like to see her and Allie. I wouldn't mind her and Trip. The thing with Chanel, she's been good in scenes with everyone they've put her with so far. Like, I love her dynamic with Xander. I feel like she could be a big soap star. Like, those scenes, those initial scenes with her and Trip and Claire were great. She vibed so well with the two of them. Like, I need Precious to come on home from Miami and to come on back to Salem because we need Chanel in Salem. Yeah, she's great. For like ever. Just sleeping with everybody. Everybody. Because I could see her with her and Theo, her and Trip, her and Allie, maybe her and Claire, her and Eli. Uh? No. Oh, now you jump in. No, no, no. He's married to her cousin. Although they ain't stopped nobody on this show. You, you know, I complain a lot, but no, maybe not Eli, but the rest. Sammy pulled up the Karen wedding, and pregnant, yelling, I'm <laughs> your man. Right. She uh-uh. did. <laughs> she did. And then succeeded in doing it until she got caught. So. Chanel and Eli might as well knock the boots. I mean, Chanel looked a little like we saw it in the promo when that towel dropped, her eyebrows went up. Of course, he's naked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he's fine. So, like, exactly. I mean, I would be like, huh? Hey, when I see Eli naked too, like, duh. Well, those scenes will be interesting. Very interesting. Well, as we move from College Square of Salem, we are now going to University Hospital where Chloe confronts Lumi. And she she read them for complete filth. I'm sorry. She, she did. Called she really them did. out. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't say anything. <laughs> what are they going to say? I mean, and, and Sammy Godlover, she tried. She tried. To hold on to this lie, right? It, it, no, it got to the point where Sam was like, "Damn, she reading the fuck out of me." I really got to shut up now. <laughs> it was so good, and then and then Kayla comes in and tells him about Brady, and Chloe's like, "This shit don't matter. I'm going to go right? be with Brady." <laughs> but it was it was so good, and I love that Chloe like actually figured it out. And I, I think I touched. I think I touched on this last week when it, it took place on Friday. But like they kind of re-aired it on Monday. So like seeing her put the pieces together and using Sammy's own words, which were Stan's words, to put it all together, and the fact that they connected the fact that she saw Stan sixteen years ago, which I honestly thought they were going to forget about. Like I this was about it. If it wasn't for Twitter, I would have assumed that they never saw each other because I just thought she was presumed dead at the time. But she was. But she was. Alive and in the her Phantom of the Opera thing, which yeah, is when... yeah, like I recall, like a lot of characters having interacted with Stan, and Chloe was one of them. Yeah. So I, it was just a matter of will they flash back to it or not, which they did, and I loved it. Yeah. So and it was just getting close, seeing, and they could, like you said, Michael, they literally could not say a word because what could they say? Because they my- could. They couldn't explain it without explaining right. the Christian of it all. 
And my thing is, is the fact that she's still pretty pissed about it. She mentioned it every time she was on screen. <laughs> Again, she mentioned it at least, what, two or three times to Marlena? Yeah, and Marlena was like, Marlena was literally just like, look, I know my daughter has done some stuff, so can you just tell me whatever the hell happened? Right. It was just hilarious. Okay, you know what? While we're talking about Lumi, let's just talk about it all. Lumi gets kidnapped by Kristen two separate times. (laughs) They're ridiculous. They're ridiculous, but I love them so much, and I need Lumi to be a thing. I need it like I need air at this point. Well, I, because, and they get trapped in the secret room. And I have a question. Yes. When did the secret room become <laughs> just a closet at this point? 2018. Because remember when the secret room had a whole bed and bathroom? Remember <laughs> when Days yeah. had a budget that wasn't shoestring and bubble gum? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I'm just asking because I was like, when the hell did it become a closet? You could used to chill in the secret room, but now. But oh my God, the Lumi scenes on Friday were absolute complete gold. The history references in those scenes had me brought back Horton the Tiger and I died. Listen, Horton the Tiger, the snake, when he said Amanda, and that brought me back to when he was dating that chick, Amanda. Yeah. Oh my God, so many Lumi gems. And just the one thing I didn't particularly love about that scene is how they referenced the EJ rape. Yeah, that's actually my watching it wrong because they that wasn't the only time this week that they kind of Lost <sighs> downplayed over. an issue. But yeah, that, that was my... Uh, yeah, well, my, my tweet, my tweet... Right for watching it wrong is connected to that story, but it's not necessarily show related. Uh, but I I did like that Lucas said after everything EJ's done to you, if he can't forgive you for this, then he's not worth it. I did like that. Yeah. And then of course they kissed and had a moment and I was just like, in heaven, hunch? I hope so. Right. Because there's a small adultery. There's a spoiler picture <laughs> for next week where Lucas, where she's fully dressed, but Lucas is not wearing, like, he's just wearing a t-shirt. He's not wearing the shirt he was wearing when he was locked in there. So I'm hoping that at least there was a round two. Well, speaking of sets, upstairs, Jake and Ka- Jake and Cabby, Jake and Gabby... We're getting it on. I liked the scenes leading up to that. Uh, the actual sex scene had one of the worst. Wait, can you restart that? Again? That's okay. I said I liked the scenes leading up to that. I and the actual sex scene itself with that music was fucking terrible. Yeah, that music was so bad. They wanted to use bad things, which was the True Blood theme song, couldn't afford it, and went with a cheap knockoff that made our ears bleed. It, oh my God. It, weird as well. Like, they could have picked any other song, but that it sounded like they were screwing in a Logan's Roadhouse. <laughs> I, I could not get through that. 
I had to fast forward it. And then I felt bad. So I went back and muted it and watched it through. Yeah, watching it with no sound was good. Yeah, it's it's awesome because their chemistry is they've got killer chemistry. But that that music was a choice that was made. A very uh, bad one. One I never need to be made ever again. Kind of like they were screwing in the bathroom of a country restaurant buffet. It was terrible. But I, I did like the scenes leading up to it. I liked the fact that Gabby was like, I am not going to be your sloppy seconds and made him work for it. And just side note, I was living for her boots this week. Oh yeah, those were super cute. Now, when he took those boots off and started kissing on her feet, I said, oh, y'all into some really wild shit over there. But um, <laughs> the scene I wanted to see, like you guys know, I don't care about Jake and Gabby, but the scene I actually wanted to see was cut. Oh, the one from the promo with him kissing her stomach? Yeah. Oh. That was cut. So I was like, oh, okay. I thought the scene was... I don't know what it is about love scenes. Love scenes in a promo are never quite the same when they make air. They did the same thing with the first Sin Love scene, too. Doesn't make any sense to me. I didn't like the lead-up. I didn't think the action love scene was like it was all over the place. But, I I mean, I I thought their softer scenes were much better than anything they've had. Yo, their softer scenes were so good the, when they were actually yeah, honest with I, each other. I, I, so I didn't feel anything, but it was much, much better than anything else. Well, my issue with it is, as a fan, their romance is missing a huge chunk. Yes, they have sexual chemistry. Yes, they have chemistry on screen. But their story... They haven't done anything to get to this point. I mean, they went from hating each other, screwing each other once, Gabby having to leave that same night. He moves on. Yeah. Everything from from when she came back to now has been trash. They had a better build up to their first time than they did now. It, it just that seems I like they're missing agree. an entire middle for us to be like, thank God they're finally back together. It's like all this time we knew they were in game for a reason, but at the same time, it's like... Jake is the issue for me, like... Jake also, they didn't, like, they showed that Gabby cared. Like, they showed us yeah. that Gabby wanted him. I don't know why. But they didn't show us that... <laughs> They didn't show us that Jake felt the same. They just kept showing us that Jake was rejecting her. And yeah, there were moments where he would like admit that he had felt something for her, but then he would turn around and like shut her down. So it was really kind of hard to root for, especially when he's picking Grandma Kate over Gabby. It just made no sense. I honestly don't see why either wanted him, so... I mean, it, it's not a Grandma Kate issue. It's a Jake issue. Leave like, Kate alone. Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I. But also, I get why people are fed up with her. But yeah, go on. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wa- looked at that and I'm just like, you know what? 
I'm happy that their fans are finally getting what they want because they've waited a long time. Um, <laughs> so, and like, if they, fan, if, they, if, they, if they like it, then I love it for them. It's and funny, I'm though, fan, because up until they were... Me. Up until they were getting what they want, most of the fans that I saw in my timeline were not thrilled. And then that, it shifted, and it's like everything they hated didn't matter. What, well, mm, girl... No, you I'm living look, in I, a glass house right now. No, I know. Listen, listen, your I, fan, <laughs> no, your I know. fandom is listen, on the exact same thing. Let's, no, let's not just, do that. No, I'm not saying it. I, it's just funny because, I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I mean, that's typical Point. fandom. Yeah, that's fandom. That's, no, it, it's I, I'm guilty of it too. I own that. It's just, I, it's just funny because like, I wasn't sure anybody was actually going to be happy when it happened because I saw so much negativity leading up to it that when the flip happened, I was like, oh, okay, they actually do still like them. I wasn't I mean, sure. Like during the time jump or after the time jump, Ilani, Ilani fans were miserable for a while, but loved the angst. But the payoff like was the best thing about it. So I get why fans... But yeah, I saw a shift too. But it's so common in fandoms, like especially when a story sucks. Oh yeah, look, look, like I said, I, my, my point of view flip on a dime. I'm just as guilty of it as anybody. It's just, oh, it was just always fun. It was funny to me how quickly it changed. I mean, I don't think I'm it's better, but that's just me. <laughs> as long as the fans are happy. But me personally, uh, it's still the same. Like, I don't care. And I'm very relieved that they did not go the, well, since I know the truth of what happened to you, I'm I'm going to then dump Gabby and go back to Kate. He owned his feelings for Gabby. He stayed in his feelings for Gabby. That made me happy. Yeah, I want him to, from this point on, I want him to earn her. Yes. Yes. I don't think that he's earned her. Romance her, wine her, and dime her like Victor used to back in the day. Just oh, Victor used it. to wine her and dine her so well. Uh, listen, we're not even. Victor used to make all the ladies just swoon. That man was smooth, but he was. Jake, we need an actual romance from them at this point. Now we're here. Yeah, do something with it. Because if not, go ahead. If not, they might as well just keep it. Write them off. Can we also talk about Jake's reaction to everything? Like when Kate came in, saw them, and Kate's like, "Um, it wasn't me who broke up with you. It was your sister. And so as Kate and Kate's explaining it and Gabby's understanding it because she lived through the Nicole thing, Jake is just standing there like, what the hell are you people talking? Yeah. <laughs> well, first off, can we talk about Kate coming in? Kate came in looking like baby, baby, baby. Stop. What's it gonna be tonight? Anyway, not put her in that suit ever again. <laughs> Scott, so I, don't, I don't, I don't know which suit was worse, her suit or Kristen's suit. Boy, were- let me tell you, Kristen's suit was terrible. <laughs> she came in looking like Sweet Man and Williams in that damn hospital. I had to pause. When we about to tell you, I was like, what the fuck is Kristen? <laughs> and I had to ask you, 
I had to ask you, Kristen is Kate? Like you said, what the fuck? No, you said, what the fuck is Kate wearing? And I said, Kate is Kate or Kristen is Kate? And you said, Kristen, I think. <laughs> Cause you weren't sure. It was. Baby, there was some voices. Better wardrobe. Oh my God. Voices were made. Yeah. L- listen, I'm pretty sure which Richard Bloor makes some interesting choices that but I'm not. It, isn't it up to the actors? To but Rich, Richard Bloor picks like two or three things, and then the actor the actors pick based on what and Richard picks the for them. The choices. Exactly. What the hell were they looking at? Because but you know I'm so sad Lonnie has a great wardrobe. <laughs> like, I'm so sick looking like she's going to perform at the Love Summer Tour. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Kate didn't used to dress this bad. I, I mean, <laughs> I can't say nothing though. I'm I'm a bold and beautiful fan, and we are going oh, through yeah, the wardrobe. That's... So I'm gonna be quiet. I think it's worse. Yeah, there. like at least I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> Days is limited by their budget. They have to go with what they can afford. And unfortunately, all they can afford are varying shades of ugly. But still, some of their their wardrobe and clothes are really expensive. So it's not a matter of what they can afford. It's a matter of taste. But Bold the Beautiful has a surplus of money and chooses to spend. We got Gucci (laughs) and Balmain money and we are looking like... mm. (laughs) Uh, you know what I'm a little thing they is they get the cheapest of the Gucci and the wardrobe and it's still ugly like how is that possible I mean there are certain things that I question how they were even designed to begin with like who would make something that looks like that let alone for who would decide to buy it who would decide to make it I'm just tired of her looking like she's gonna record the Batman album <laughs> so <laughs> I'm tired. Kate didn't used to dress like Prince. Leave that alone. And I don't understand why they always put certain, like, on days, women of a certain age wear suits. Yes. Except Trakeva. It's so strange. The pantsuit era has because begun. It's, Maybe it's, they feel more comfortable in it. Because if they don't get Marlena out their pantsuit looking like Hillary sometimes. Because they got Marlena in suits. They got they but had that's Maggie been happening in suits. For a decade now. I know they had they had Maggie in suits. They had Hope in suits. They have Kate in suits. Like once you like literally the only woman who the only woman on days who's not wearing a suit in that age bracket is Kayla. Kayla has never worn a suit like that. I'm sure her time is coming, but not yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's weird. It's, it's like it's, after you turn fifty, the suits come in, and Jennifer. <laughs> but hell, Jennifer started wearing with Kate McCall. Paulina wears yeah. dresses. What? Paulina. Oh yes, Paul. Pa- well, well, I, Paulina I said no, honey. You will not. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty like. Could you imagine if they tried to put Jackie ha- Jackie in a suit? <laughs> She would tell them not, no, but fuck. No, no. That ain't but happening. Jennifer, hell, Jennifer started wearing the suits when Katie McClain came in. I mean, she was wearing a suit at the anniversary party. The white, what, like, I'm pretty sure that the wedding suit, the suit that she wore for the anniversary party was the same thing that Marlena wore to her anniversary party or something similar to it. Okay. 
I might change the podcast title from Reaper Madness to those damn suits because this this conversation is sending me. <laughs> Why they all got some damn suits, bro? That's all I understand. But Marlena, it's been about 10 years and it's been nothing but suits. I can't remember the last time she wore an actual dress. Uh, Ben and Sierra's wedding. I forget that wedding exists other than the bone. But she also wore that. I think she also wore that to the double wedding of Chad and Abby and Paul and Sonny. Because my mind cuts off after a while because the last time I can remember her in a dress was that masquerade ball in Prague when they were trying to look for Stefano. Oh, yeah. No, for some reason, your mind is stuck in like 2014, 2015. Or no, that might have been 2016. Those were the definitive like days for me. Yeah, but she's she's worn she's worn dresses since then. Actually, no, she actually was just wearing dresses last year when they redid Maison Blanche. Oh yeah, and her cleavage was out. Because those were literally the same dresses from '94. Y'all, we have got to move on to another story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why wore the subject of Kate suit? That suit went out the damn door because wow. Can we talk about the fact that Kate, for the second time, managed to uh, get herself home? Like she did the same thing when Vivian buried her alive. Yeah. Dug her. (laughs) Listen. That's why when Sammy was like, your mother? Her? So hard. Those were the only scenes I. (laughs) No, it's the fact that she made it all the way back to the house. Saw her she, man screwing his ex and then went downstairs and exposed Kristen. And then passed out. Or do we think Kristen knocked her out? I think she passed, I think she passed out. out. Adrenaline got her there. She was already like walking into the room like the fuck. Like, yeah. She, she looked exhausted. And like, but it was so funny seeing her walk in on Jake and Gabby. I was laughing. I rewound, rewound it a couple times. The moment that killed me is like Jake and Gabby are mid round two, and all of a sudden Jake sees her and he taps Gabby on the back like, "Uh, we got company." <laughs> Kate is basically a cat at this point because she has she nine lives. More like nine hundred. My right. God. I mean, she got through that fire. She jumped off that freaking boat that she was trapped on for a year and literally swam and flew all the way to Salem. Now this. Not to mention being buried alive. Cancer. Like, girl. uh, Kate, I mean, Kayla basically pronounced her dead and Rolf saved her with his back from the dead drug. Because remember, Julie was this close to getting Kate's heart before she got Stefan's. Kate, if only we could just put her with a man of her caliber. Roman is right, right fucking there. there. <laughs> right there. I'm so and listen, my mom watches Days With Me, as y'all know. She's not an online soap viewer, but even she said the other day, she was if we were watching Days and she was doing dishes on a commercial. And she said, I don't understand why they don't just put her back with Roman. It's right there. Why did they give us that scene and then not do anything with it? Because based on the spoilers we're getting, 
is not going there. Oh, yeah. And if that spoiler is what I think that spoiler is, I am dragging dragging this show I'm dragging this show into the depths of hell if Kate is having Jake's geriatric baby. (laughs) No, the other thing that we know about, even that's going to piss us off. Oh my God. We're going back to the Daniel era, folks. Get ready. Like, I am not. I am not amused. Let's talk about her confrontation with Krista. That was yeah. hilarious. Like that, the whole set of scenes. Those whole set of scenes were hilarious because that was juxtaposed with like Marlena calling Chloe and Marlena trying to reach Sammy, which we'll talk about that half of the scenes later. But like their phones kept ringing as the confrontations are happening, and Kate's just like, "How many people did you kidnap?" Right. First off, the beginning when she walked in was hilarious. Chloe, I may hate your guts, but even I can't let you go out this side. It's basically what she said. She's like, you might want to move out the way. Because I'm that's so not tired super of people bad. not following directions. And she's seriously, just, what do you mean? And can people stop turning their backs on Kristen just as a general PSA? First off, okay. <laughs> We're going to go back to Lumi getting kidnapped. Yes. Where the hell did Susan come from? <laughs> <laughs> that man was just sitting there. They said, you know, doom. And Susan standing right there. First off, she was driving like a bat out of here to make it from that chapel to the DeBera mansion. Just oh, you place. know t- you know, people travel. They basically have the power of orbing if you're a Charmed fan. With no, how fast she, they travel. She crossed her arms like Jeannie and blinked <laughs> and she was there. Because there's no way possible you hopped your ass in the car and drove that fast and got to the mansion. That, that, I, will say, I, I love that we got a Lucas Phillips scene going back because we didn't quite cover that before Lucas got taken. He's so worried He's so worried about his mother. He went and talked to Rafe, who of course is too smug to actually get off his ass and do anything. God. <laughs> And then we got a Lucas and Philip scene, which we don't ever get to see the brothers interacting. So that made me happy. Ever. Yeah. Even when Austin was on, they didn't see it. But Child, yeah. how he gonna help? You know what? We <laughs> <laughs> leave that on the playground. No, you know. Listen, you know, I, I like I said in the group chat last night. Austin is Sayla's original himbo. He walked so Brady could run. But then again, we had Roman. Roman wasn't always the smartest. Lord knows. He, he wasn't always the smartest. Sometimes he was just there. So yeah, and yeah, sometimes but, I, yeah, he was there just to be offensive. Yeah. <laughs> But back to the story at hand. It was a good confrontation scene. I would like to know how this is going to go. Is she going to attack Chloe? Is Chloe going with her now? Or... Oh, we stuffed in the trunk of her car. Oh, yeah. God. I All think... I know is if the zombie apocalypse goes down, I'm, I'm sticking with Kristen because she is taking everybody out. I want to know how she opened the door 
threw Lucas in, but didn't get her ass beat by Sam. I'm just <laughs> that I woman think he was too shocked. Honestly, the, I will. I want to know who's going to bring Kristen down at this point because because well, what Kristen's about to do. Honestly, it might be Xander in a weird way because Kristen's going to go to Xander and have it pay Xander to kill Sammy and Lucas, but Sammy's going to offer to double the money if he lets them go. I don't know. They might have to pull their bit Joker out. I wonder oh, how her scenes with Lonnie is going to unfold next week. I don't. Even oh know. yeah. Because Lonnie's gonna, obviously not gonna do it, like her. But how? Which, thank God. I hope Lonnie's pissed at her. No, my and issue I, is, Elani isn't. Elani isn't getting their own personal story. Why are they lending her out to this mess? I would. <laughs> I'd rather her find out. I have have a theory. They want Lonnie out of the house so that Chanel and Eli scenes can happen. So, but also it makes sense that like the Lonnie beat is played because helped her before. Yeah, because at this point, Kristen has no other allies. Kristen has no other allies. Lonnie Lonnie is the only person she will not. And Kristen, the entire reason Kristen is in jail is because she confessed and she confessed because of Lonnie. Well, my thing is so, crime, so I would rather her find out in the middle midst of her own story. Whether I mean, her own Eli story. tells her. Yeah, Eli is the one who's telling Lonnie that Kristen is running free. But no, I'm saying I think they need their own personal I agree, but that's before story, they loan her out to this mess. That story, I think, is starting with Eli and Chanel. I don't know what kind of story, but that, I think, is leading to something later. But, yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, Lonnie's not going to help her, but in the spoiler pricks, she doesn't. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm just curious. Unless... Could I don't know. I'm thinking Lonnie may be the person that like talks her down and could Lonnie be setting her up? What they need to do is they need to pull out their big joker. If you play spades, you know what I mean. They need to get Marlena on the line because it seems like she's the only one who will outdo her at this point. At this point, because John and Marlena are the ones who called the cops on Kristen. I want Kristen to hate them again. Yeah, same. But I, I wonder I want, if... I would like Marlene to leave the police onto her. Like, at eager support, she runs. Nobody can fire her. But Marlena is the one who knows her well enough to go check here. And that's where they get Kristen. Kristen I feel out like and she I wonder... Marlena again. If when Eli tells Lonnie that Kristen's running free, they work together and decide to set a trap for Kristen. So Kristen meets her thinking that she's going to ask Lonnie for help, but Lonnie turns the tables on her. And then that's how Kristen Kristen gets taken. Kristen gets taken in herself in again. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just a thought I I had. I just don't know how. She'll end up back in jail. 
I just want her gone at this point. She, but she's gonna end up back in jail, and nobody's gonna know where Chloe is. So then Brady and I think Brady and Philip are gonna end up working together to try to figure out how to tr- to get her to tell them where Chloe is. Listen, that is so ironic. Brady talked a lot. I mentioned to you guys how Brady talked a lot about how Chloe would be in danger if she was around Philip. And listen, where are we now? She's in the trunk, kidnapped. And Brady's yeah, but- in the hospital. So, Brady. You, well, you know, yeah, you said so the hospital area is sweet, small. The adult. Okay, no, don't start. Don't start with that mess. I was joking. Okay, I was gonna say because like that's that's a stupid thing that ends up going around on Twitter. But I don't understand how that happens. Yeah, he was he was he got shot in December, but prior to that, had literally been three years before he was in the hospital. But I mean, he's been. I, I get, I get that he's been in the hospital. Like the argument of him being in the hospital a few times, like a few more times than needed. But it's it hasn't been as often as fan has fans have been saying. But we've seen Julie's been hospital. in the hospital more than him. Yeah, she she has many many times. But like the point is, Brady like was in the hospital earlier this year, and now he's there again. Mm, no, it was end of twenty twenty. Yeah, was, but, he got shot in December. I'm not saying it has been that often, but it has been really recent. So I get kind of get the argument and kind of not so but also like going back to the whole like brady put chloe endangered thing brady didn't know he didn't know but he talked a lot of shit and yeah but he talked he a lot of shit Kristen. because philip but he wasn't was, wrong he wasn't no, wrong philip was knowingly he, put her in putting her in danger had, no he knew that Kristen had pointed a gun and wanted to kill chloe he knew so let's not. Brady talks a lot of shit because he thinks with his sensitive wee-wee. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is. <laughs> but I'm, I'm Look so, what I'm... happened to Chloe because of Brady's association with Kristen. Because he, she's his ba- uh, like baby mama. And this is where we are now. Thanks to Brady and Kristen. Mainly Kristen, obviously, but... I just want to call it a spade a spade. Okay. Now, okay. but Brady was still of- Brady was still right to call Philip out, and I and I. Yeah, but not like it's coming back to bite him. It might be coming back to bite him, and it would be different if he knew what Kristen was doing and put but Chloe in the position Kristen, to be. That's the point. But he, he believes Kristen. Chris, he's dumb enough to believe that Kristen changed, which that's yes, he is with his sensitive wee wee. <laughs> which I don't disagree with. I'm just saying that yes, right. Brady I like when it took off. Brady, listen, we all know that, Bra- that we all know that Brady thinks with his southern head. We know it. We get it. But. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good stupid, one. But still, I like. But Brady, like, but... he's he's lovably dumb. He's always been lovably dumb. That's nothing. That, that's nothing we don't know. But Brady was right for calling Philip out because Brady didn't ever knowingly put Chloe in danger. Philip did. Philip said, "Fuck the danger. I'm gonna fuck with you," and basically put Chloe in the position of possibly being in danger just to mess with Brady. Or at least that's how it came across on screen to me. Well, speaking of Brady, he's 
gone through surgery due to Kristen's driving like Cruella DeVille, making him swerve off the road. Uh-uh. Oh, I, I'm glad he's gonna be okay. But my God, Brady is so lovably dumb. Like, just let John and Marlena call the police, please, God. I don't even know why they have Marlena calling the police on her at this point. That's, it seems like every time she checks Chris, at this point, I would call Marlena before I call the police. Well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't call the police when Rafe is the commissioner because they're useless. I Most of them now. We're not seeing. Eli at work. It's weird. It's been yeah. Long. He 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 goes to work, but we don't actually see him working. Yeah, we don't see we don't see it anymore. It's been like three months since we saw Ilani at work. Wait. Well, I, I think the last time we saw him working was when he made the notifications about Charlie. No, it wasn't the last time. Wait. Yeah, it was. But wasn't I mean, the, like working, last time we working. saw him working was when he was like fed up with Gwen and Abigail. Oh, uh, that sure. was that before, was that after, before or after? I don't know. It's been a minute. That, that was because uh... that fight happened after Laura's memorial. That was in March because Paulina had just showed up. So March something. That was the last time we saw Eli working, working, and Charlie had already been killed. So it's been like two months. Yeah. For Lonnie, oh, oh, like, no, when Gwen, when Gwen came in after Abby, after Abby yeah. and Gabby kidnapped her. Yeah, that was around yeah, yeah. the time Paulina had entered the canvas. So, right, yeah, right. Okay, so yeah, it's March. been about two months. For Lonnie, it's been like four months, but we get but it. She had on maternity we, she, leave. Yeah, we get it. So she has a reason for not working. Um, but yeah, I feel like Rafe being sort of the only person working is not like it's not clicking for me no but remember all. when the police force had more than three people when they yes. had urgency and oh I remember like I missed that I, I missed the drama of it all in the it was dramatic because there was more police in, in town mm-hmm. now it's like we have Rafe who barely solves anything. It's literally Rafe, Eli, Lonnie, and Sean. That's it. It's like I need, I Rafe need to see Sean, Eli, Eli Lonnie work together more, like we did last year. That was good. Uh, um, uh, I guess maybe I, I have to see that to see because this show knows. Well, e- Eli and Lonnie on the stakeout when they were following. Jake and trying to figure out what the hell was going on, like that, like when she was still pregnant with the twins at the time, that was cute. It was. I was mentioning the whole um, breakouts. Oh yes, oh that was those awesome. scenes were great. I would love to see them three work together more often. I feel like Rafe handling all of this by himself. How is he keeping it together? We don't see Eli work. Lonnie's on maternity leave. Sean pops in and out of the. He's suspended right now, isn't he? No, he's just taking. No, he's just taking off the Charlie case. He can work other cases, but he's a little preoccupied since his wife has currently been arrested for murder. So he gets a pass. He he gets a pass. You know, his his wife has been arrested for murder. That is his main focus. So if he's letting get that, but I meant like in general, we haven't seen him work there yeah consistently. so and Ilani haven't been there 
So we need to see the urgency there again. Like, I miss seeing Ilani there. And I wonder if it's because they don't have the squad room set anymore. I mean, I know we saw the squad room set when when Bell was arrested. Room? Well, they have the interrogation room because that also doubles as Rafe's office. But the actual squad room where like Jan, where we saw Jan watching Trask, like we haven't seen the squad room, I think, since so Bell was arrested and, and Jan oh, saw yeah. Trask. So maybe... Maybe that I mean, set doesn't. That's a set that never goes down, though. So I don't think that's it. I don't know. Just it's weird. I think it's a matter of like I don't know, not having found. I don't know why we're not seeing it as often, but but anyway, let's. Uh... Where do we leave? Like <laughs> we keep going off on other things. Um, we, we were talking about Brady. We were talking about Kristen. Yeah, Brady calling the cops on Kristen, which segued into what would happen with Kristen and Lonnie, which segued into everything else. Yeah, but um, he got like he swerved off the road. First off, would y'all say that was Kate's fault or Kristen's? Uh, it was all Kristen's fault because if Kristen didn't kidnap Kate, they would never have been I in that car for, in, to begin with. Like, yeah. First off, Kate- can we talk about Kate falling out the door? <laughs> First off, I want to know how that door got open if she was beating on it like that and couldn't get out earlier. Maybe she jarred it loose and maybe when Kristen swerved it opened and she tucked and rolled out of the car. First, first off, that scene was <laughs> hilarious to me. Because, Kate, you get back in here. Meanwhile, she's already on the road. (laughs) And the fact that you're still driving after you found out that she was on the road, it was just like, this is so stupid, but so good at the same time. Um, But it's the fact that she was like driving. She saw she swerved somebody off the road and did not care one bit See what you made me do. Now somebody's hurt because of it. And I'm like, I thought she was going to either recognize Brady's car or see Brady in the car. First off, Stacey Heidel's reaction when she found out, like, she put dots together that she could, like, cause that accident was gold. She did really good on that. I thought she was going to puke when she realized it. She really loves that man, doesn't she? She does, and I I love the way that Sammy put it together too in their in like in her confrontation scenes with with Kristen. Also going back to when when Kristen is Kate showed up to the hospital and Sammy's like, yeah, that's not Kate. Like Sammy that shit was grown, weird. Sammy has grown a lot because the old Sammy would have just let like Jessica when- tell on her. When she didn't want to hurt Kate because of Lucas, my heart exploded. And then I love how she is. Got this thing going on. Like I'm the only. It's basically like I'm the only one who's allowed to torture her. Nobody else is. Do you? That's think, kind like, of what I got from that moment, which was so sweet. Cammy and Sates. Cammy and Sates. Cammy <laughs> and Kate. Rivalry will start back after. Uh, if Kate finds out that Lucas and Sammy are sleeping together, yeah. But know. oh, because you know, you know, Kate cannot 
not meddle when her kids are screwing the wrong people in her mind. Hmm. Oh, well, I mean. I mean, I love the Kate and Sammy dynamic, so I'll take anything that gets them in the same orbit again. But I love the fact that she did not want to hurt Kate because she would not be able to look Lucas in the eye if anything happened to his mother because of her. Well, Dylan, did that give you loomy feels? Yeah, I, that gave me. Oh. Like, it's so much growth because there was a time where she, <laughs> where she would have been like, "I don't care. I'll fi- I'll figure. It. I'll just lie to him." Well, guys. I've been rambling on about this for the longest because I don't want to go into the badlands. I'm trying to be nice while I'm brief and madness is taking over. No, there's there's no but, reason to be nice about what's coming up. What's coming up is shit. Well, oh God. Nicole hit the sheets with Xander. She cheated on And it was more about Rafe than Yes. She cheated on Eric, but they played it off like she cheated on Ray. God, it was so bad. I hated this. Have chemistry though. They like they do, and like I didn't actually hate the scenes themselves. But I thought the rape of it all took it took it out for me. To me, that and the fact that she is sleeping with her mortal enemy at this point. Yeah, yeah, but that's something self-destructive can. Nicole would do. No, but my thing is her being self-destructive in this case would have been sleeping with Rafe. She's cheating on Eric. Period. I mean, but it, <laughs> her sleeping with Rafe, let's say if Eric comes back at some point, there would, um, yeah, she would have cheated and that would have hurt Eric. That will hurt Eric when he comes back. But her sleeping with their mortal enemy... That has bigger impact. Yeah. Well, but but time, it only has impact if Eric comes back. Exactly. And but at like, the same they, time, it would have had impact if he she cheated on him, period. You saw yeah, how I mean, he reacted. It does, but like, back home it makes it much, quote unquote, worse if it's like someone. Listen. We knew, we saw how Eric reacted to Sarah sleeping with Xander, and Sarah and Eric weren't even together at the time that that happened. So the Xander of it all is going to piss him off, which would be fine if Nicole had slept with Xander purposely to get back at Eric for staying gone for so long. That would have played better than making it all about Rafe. It literally played like she slept with Xander so she would not wreck Rafe and Ava's date. And I just... I said last week that I wasn't sure which way they were leaning in towards a favoring on this Rafe Nicole Ava triangle. They have planted their flag in the Rafe Nicole camp, and I want to rip the flag out and run it over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think like the only saving grace of that is going to be Ava kind of reverting to form a little bit. I hope Ava wears that man so she can leave us and we can leave him alone. I'm just glad that they're segueing Xander over to Gwen so that, like, we don't you know, get a long-term Nicole Xander thing, because no. Oh, my God. First off, that's the only Air Call fan here. No, you're not the only. 
You're not the only one. Like, I don't ship no. them hardcore, I, but I, I, I might be the I biggest like one them. here then. Yeah, I probably. Know. I prefer Nicole more as the self destructive vixen gray type of character. But I've well, appreciated I, I her growth. That as well. But, like, she's more fun when she is a bit self destructive, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. I, I don't mind her doing this. The thing is, though, all of Nicole's like self-destructive tendencies were always coming from a place of oh, good. wanting to be loved and wanting to have family. And I mean, even if she doesn't have Eric, she still has Holly and she still. Ha- so it's like you have to you have to make it make sense. Well, the thing is, you can't just be self-destructive to be self-destructive. She pretty much has everything that she has ever wanted. The thing is, they ruined her by... The love of her life, her husband isn't here, and she's miserable. So uh, And airplanes and airports exist. So it's like you have to give you... you, It's like I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah, like she could easily pack up Holly and move. And be out. Like, like, and and I understand her being pissed that Eric keeps extending his visit. I would be pissed too. Like I said before, I just didn't like the wraith of it all because even when Xander and Nicole were going at it, the camera pans over to wraith calling her. Well, I'm going to say this and just go generally all over what we just spoke on. They ruined Nicole by making her too good. And that's what I hate about their characterization of Nicole. They either make her too freaking good or too freaking bad. They don't have, they could have made her a heroine who schemes, one with bite. Like during the tri- the custody trial. Yeah, that her was personality good. But- then, that was a good Nicole. But if you have her whining and sad all the time and such a good girl, it's terrible. I feel like they thought they needed to do that to her to get, like, to have her, like, I I don't know how else to word this, so this is going to sound bad, and I'm sorry, but I felt like they feel like they felt like they had to make her a good girl to make her worthy of Eric, and that's just not true. Exactly. That and the fact that they won't recast Eric just hurts this couple so bad. They won't write for no one on this couple and now we can't get it. It wouldn't write for it. them when they had them, which is why we don't have Eric anymore. Right. They they refused to write Eric and Nicole the way they should have been written. They refused to give Greg actual material that was decent. They made Eric an afterthought in the death of his own child. Tell me how the death of Eric's child became more about Xander than about Eric. It, it, it's just... Then we got that terrible wedding. Yeah. Uh, like, but Eric Cole fans have been shitted on nonstop, and it sucks for you guys. And I feel so bad for you because y'all don't deserve this. We waited 20 years for nothing, is what you're telling me. So, <laughs> but let's go on to the Rafe and Ava of it. They look nice together. She looked nice in that little dress. I did not need Steve showing up. 
that those scenes were entirely unnecessary. I will say I have no issue with the fact that Steve will always have smoke with Ava, as Dylan likes to say, because of what she did to him. Exactly. He has every right to. I just don't ever need to hear him talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care. Because it made him look bad, even though what he was saying was good. And like, like when Ava's like, and I'm okay that Ava apologized, like she's trying to make right. Where it lost me was like, she's trying to be a better person for Rafe. The person who helped Hope roll Stefano's body up into the carpet (laughs) and put it in a construction site. I'm sorry. He didn't die though. He didn't die though, but like he covered up. They didn't know that. He covered up a murder not once, but twice. Because he covered I mean, for Gabby, too. Has done, done something shady at this point. Like, Agreed. The but they don't turn around and then try to make those characters the patron saints of Salem. True. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, Rafe and Ava, Ava are basically Trip and Allie for me. The same thing. Like, they're equally boring. Like, Oh, I don't agree there. Like, I see chemistry with Galen I don't see and with- Ta- and Tamara. I think I've, the problem is that they've taken all of Ava's bite away. Yes. Yes. They've defanged her. And it's not worth it's not worth it. Whenever I watch them, I like Rafe. They've turned her back into Taylor Walker. They yeah. might as well write her off. I'm like, I'm done. Would you like With something them. to eat? <laughs> <laughs> no, which is why I kind of feel eight. like they're. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say which is why I feel like, you know, they're, which is why I feel like Ava is going to be like, angst for Rafe and Nicole because I feel like she already has her spidey senses tingling and yep. and sees that Nicole is interested in. You mind Do you think that's? Family? Do you think that, well, no, I, I was fine with that. That was funny to me. Do you think that um, that's why Ava wanted Nicole's help in picking an outfit? Because she wanted to gauge Nicole's reaction? Or do you think that was a genuine friendship moment? I think it was both. I think it was both. Because it's like, I think Ava, even though she's trying to be a better person, she's still Ava. So she still has, you know, those instincts and those like tendencies and she's not blind. So no. it's like she's, she's, she's picking up what Nicole is putting down. Literally, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about, you know, what was we just talking about? Oh yeah. Sammy snooping around the hotel trying to snitch on Nicole. I loved that. That was hilarious to me. No, you mind your business, Sam. Your marriage in trouble, and you worried about somebody else's. I mean, she's literally done the same thing. So, oh yeah, like, but I mean, let's all I be mean, honest. So much self awareness. Yeah, I mean, but I loved it. I thought it was fun. Sammy is always going to have issues with Nicole because of the whole Sydney thing, as she should. So. It really didn't bother me. And I love the fact that, like, and the best part was Lucas called her out on it. Yeah. Like, you can be a hypocrite if characters are then going to call you out on your hypocrisy. Mm. It works. It's only when the hypocrisy doesn't get addressed 
that it's a glaring problem. But Lucas called her out on it. Yeah. Just leave leave folks alone, Sammy. Every time you get into something, it's because you don't mind your business. Trying to I thought you would have been happy with that. I mean, I mean, obviously, we know she wasn't going to be able to stop them, but at least, you know, it almost looked like she might have. Yeah, maybe. But then again, I feel like she was going to snitch regardless. So, But I'm, even if Sammy snitched, it's not like anybody's going to believe her. What is she going to do? Call up Eric and say, Nicole is sleeping with Xander? Unless she gets a, pr- a picture of Nicole and Xander in a compromising posi- position, Eric's not going to believe her. True. But then again, you know, Eric, he believes Sammy when he wants to. But when she was in town, he chose Nicole over Sammy every chance he got. This last time. So he's not gonna, he's made his position very clear. He is team Nicole. He is team his wife. I wish he would be team his wife so he could come back to Salem. But, you know, even if Sammy found out, unless she had definitive proof, Eric's not gonna believe her. Well, when you put it like that, yeah. Mark Larson, get Mark Larson on the line because. We need Eric back at this point. Mark Lawson, Dan yes, Wells. Lawson. Somebody. I'll take Billy Miller at this point. Oh, God. I don't even think we can afford him. Right? Nicole will tower over him, but still. Anybody. God. We just Nicole would tower over Mark Lawson, too. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> I forgot he was short. <laughs> Well, we just gonna have to bite that bullet and yeah, <laughs> get one of them. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm picturing it now. Get one of them on the line because we need Eric at this point. And actually, write for him. Please. Are we missing anything on the weekly recap? I think we basically touched on just about everything. <sighs> Let's go to my read of the week, man. I don't have anyone, so let's go. <laughs> oh, that's new. Right. I, I was thinking about reading Sammy, but then you broke it down. And it makes sense. So, hey, we had a good week today. <laughs> we had a good week. But, um, we did. And do you notice why? I feel like you're about to tell me. But because I- we haven't seen Sin in a week. We haven't seen Chabby and Gwen in a week. We don't have anything to give us that big of a headache this week. So do with that information what you will. Yeah, next week's podcast is going to be fun. So what you're saying, we're going to be cussing down? <laughs> uh, given what's spoiled to air next week on yeah. multiple fronts, yes. Everybody going to be gonfy. It is... <laughs> Oh, we're going to go. We're going to be really gonna and be everybody's going to get down. <laughs> we're going to go all out, off on everything, oh, I think. Lord, because this was a pretty nice week. You know? <laughs> it, was a decent, it, it was a really decent week. And, I, and there is a lot of stuff next week that sounds really decent, too. But there's going to be some stuff that pisses us off next week. So next week's going to be really fun. So what you're saying, they're trying to butter us up until we go into next week? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Well, then, let's go on to your watching it wrong. Who wants to start? Eeny, meeny, miny, Tony. All right. Well, 
my watching it wrong um i had a couple of contenders but this one just was so offensive that i literally could not even believe what i was reading so when friday's episode was airing i had tweeted that i had wished that they had called e- what what had happened with sammy and ej in that car what it was which was rape yes somebody replied to me well she shot him in the head that's technically worse than rape and if i had the choice i would choose to be raped over being shot in the head what uh-huh yeah Ew. and i'm just like why is that a choice what he did does not what he what she did does not excuse what he did they are both awful and the fact is, Sammy was raped not once, but twice. And it is gross. And it is gross that somebody would have the point of view that rape is in any way okay just because Sammy shot him in the head five years after the rape occurred. Like, the fuck? That's disgusting. Okay. Well, I have a watching it around for this week. Okay. To the woman that accused Theo of sending divorce papers to Ben next week, baby, pick up a book, the one I recommended for Claire Brady, Criminal Justice for Dummies. And that's all I have. It would actually be civil. It would be civil law for dummies. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's divorce is a crime. <laughs> uh, unless he did forge them, that's a criminal offense. But, anyways. You literally have to sign off on being a plaintiff in a divorce case. Theo cannot do that. Stop making this about Theo unless y'all want it to be about Theo. And clearly you don't. Yeah, that was a bit of a reach for me too. Like, come on. You know you're getting your end game. Leave the man out of it. We took our egg off. Don't rub it in our face. Ugh. Anyways, Dylan, Ariette, do you have one? Yeah, <clears throat> mine is actually. Oh, we, we, mine is actually for the writers because they they've done this on multiple occasions now, and it kind of touches on what Tony was saying with the EJ Sammy situation. Uh, he raped her. Okay, Ave and a Steve and Ava do not have a complicated history. She raped him. Well, they do have a complicated history, well, but yeah. it, it's separate from the rape. Yeah, but like she she raped him. That is that is a crime, not a complication. Kristen did not sleep with Eric. She raped him. She stop. raped Brady. <laughs> you know, stop. Call, stop trying to sugarcoat the. If you're gonna write it, then you need to sand in it ten toes down. Stop trying to sugarcoat things because. You don't want to deal with the fallout of calling a thing a thing. You and especially if you did, if you didn't like, if you did write it, you should you should call it out. And even if you didn't write it, you should call it out. Right, exactly. Like, remember the Stephen, Gabby, Abby thing? They ping pong between rape and quote unquote sleep. And it's just frustrating. Call it what it is. Yeah, we're not. It's we're not rape adjacent. We're not. It's none of no. You you wrote. You know, there. It's a rape. 
that's what it was. That's what it needs to mm-hmm. be called. And if you're going to reference it in scenes, then you need to have enough respect for the people in your audience who, you know, have survived that situation to call it what it is. Like, if you're going to bring it up, then, you know, have enough respect and sensitivity to do it correctly. That's a good point. I mean, it is what it is. But I feel like they're not going to put it out there because it exposes them. And it's so weird because like they, and it's like, if that's the issue, then stop writing it. Cause y'all been on this wave at, you know, we've talked about it. There are literally two separate generations in Salem where every single woman has been a, is a sexual assault survivor. You've got Marlena, Sammy and Allie, and then you've got, um, Laura, Laura, Jennifer, and Abby. And Abby. So, like, if you don't want that jacket on your show, stop putting it on. Mm. You don't want to walk around in, you know, if the if the shoe's not fitting, then you know, stop wearing it. But like, they they keep going, they keep you know getting the water from that well. And if they're gonna do that, then they need to be responsible and sensitive and courageous enough to call a thing a thing. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Well, Ariet, let's talk about yours. Well, so I have one, like there's a fan who tweeted that they didn't want, that's not my washing it wrong. It's in response to that, but there's someone who tweeted like they didn't want uh, same with um, Paulina, Ben, uh, and Marlena. Um, and that's their prerogative. Like, I get it if they don't want Ben in scenes with them. But someone responded saying, like, there, there's been some, like, subtweeting about this. But someone responded saying, yes, if anyone can make Paulina likable, it's Ben. Oh, I saw that and I was like, what the fuck? She already is likable just for existing. No. Honey, Ben can even make Ben likable. Like, Paulina is an interesting character. She's fun and we love her. (laughs) If Ben can even make himself interesting to the general fandom... How do you think he's going to do that for Paulina? Just know. Take your stand glasses off for just sec- one second and just think about what you said. Because that's some dumb shit. And that's my... Yeah. I don't know if we had to use characters to prop another character up anyway. But uh, pe- people were getting all... People were like... I saw the tweet about not wanting scenes with Marlena and Paulina, but like Rob no, wasn't not even Marlena and Paulina. Ben, uh, ben, and Marlena, and Paulina. I, I get that, but like, meaning I Ben mean, having people scenes. Can, people can you think that if they want to? It's not a big well, yeah, deal. but 
it's not a big deal, but like that picture was, I mean, he wasn't even in Ben wardrobe in that picture. So it wasn't even like they had just got done filming. They were just celebrating the fact that the show was renewed and it, but yeah, that like, I don't get fans' response to that. Like people can think whatever they want. It makes no sense to me that fans overreacted about this. I'm certain there's, characters they don't like and they don't want to see them in scenes with their faves and that's fine but like seeing it with your whole chest that if someone can if anyone can make Paulina likable it's been no the fuck not Paulina is likable she's interesting she's fun yeah even a lot barely surviving without the legacy character tied to him well let's that person was wrong, but let's not take it to a place it doesn't need to go. But I mean, I'm e- just saying, like, where? Because even even he's... even even Sin fans were calling that out. Because I I saw a couple of them going, "What the fuck is this?" When they saw like, that, I, I he's barely having a story without her. My point is, he's he's just in limbo when he's by himself. How do you think he's gonna make someone else likable when he's barely doing when, anything yeah. significant? I mean, he's on the struggle bus himself. Exactly. So, like, take your stand glasses out off and look at where Ben is now. He's barely surviving without the ship. But yeah, that was my watching it wrong for this week. Do we have time to do our good, bad, and ugly? Because I know a lot of fans have been asked. Definitely, let's recently. do it. And then sure. I'm thinking about this on the fly, so this is going to be fine. Okay. Good, bad, and ugly. My good. I would have to say the Jake and Gabby scenes. They were not nice. Excl- excluding, excluding the, the music. Excluding the music because that was terrible. They looked like they was. They sound like they was at the Logan's Roadhouse. I don't like that. Um, hmm, my bad. Kate's wardrobe. <laughs> Dress I thought that was good. I thought that was gonna get the ugly. Dress my Kate up better than this. That's terrible. And my ugly, Nicole and Xander. I, I'm just not down with that. You want to sleep with someone who's kidnapped your child and you and held you hostage. I'm sorry. Dylan. Um, my good is gonna be the Lumi scenes. I just I love them. I just I love them and I want them. They need to give them to me like immediately. You know they're um, not gonna do that. You let us live, Michael. Right? Let me have hope. <laughs> you know they're not gonna do that. You know let us live, back. Derek. Let us live, let us live. My bad was the whole weird Wraith inclusion with the Nicole and Xander stuff. Because I feel like without that, they wouldn't have like irked me the way that they did. Because they had a, they actually had like really good back and forth. And I, I just, the whole Wraith angle was just, I didn't, that was bad. It was just bad. It was bad. And my ugly is, like I said, am I watching it wrong? Stop downplaying these sexual assaults that you've had on your show. 
if you're uncomfortable with it, stop writing it. If yeah. you're uncomfortable with it, don't reference it. I also have another good. What's that? Gabriella Hernandez's cleavage. <laughs> that, mm, give her the Julie Williams award. Mm, she won. Tony. Camilla did look beautiful. She did. Well, Camera my- too, actually. Yeah, that red dress was fire. See, they uh, can do my- sexy, but they can't do like every day. My good was going to be Lumi, but I will let Dylan have that and I will pick something that we did not get a chance to discuss in the weekly recap that I just remembered now. Uh, the scenes with Gabby and Philip and dealing with the uh, Gabby chic crisis that popped up. And oh, Gabby, yeah, that was nice. And Gabby coming up with the um, with the doll collection. Like, I thought that was really kind of nice. And it's just nice to see somebody accept that Gabby is as smart as she is and not try to, like, talk down to her or be surprised that she comes up with the ideas that she comes up with. They just accept her for the brilliance that she is. I said, look at you, Miss Mattel. Come on. I, I really, I really it. enjoyed that. Plus, I mean, those those disco ball boots were amazing. Just putting that out there. Um, my bad was all things Rafe this week. The inclusion of Rafe in the <laughs> Nicole and Xander stuff. His smugness with Lucas, I just wanted to punch him in the face until he was either bleeding or knocked unconscious or both because I just could not do it. And then my ugly, those damn suits, they had Kate and Kate Kristen as Kate in because my God, her wardrobe is atrocious. Let's go crazy. So, um... My good, bad, and ugly. I have three good, actually. Mm. You like this week, huh? I didn't like this week, but I found a few things that I liked. Mm. Um, so one of them is Lumi talking about like the history. History. I liked it. I would have liked to see a flashback to those moments they mentioned while they were locked in, but that was fun. And. <laughs> I'm just getting a mental image of the second thing. <laughs> Hold on. Kate walking in on Jake and Gabby. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, Lord. And the third t- thing, what was it? Oh, shit. I can't remember right now. But anyway, I'll move along to the bad. Bad. It will go to Jake and Gabriella. The love scene was all over the place. Boo. And I need, the show. I need the show to get their shit together if they're gonna have love scenes again. I understand like, that really, one. Like, yeah. do better. I It just took me out. And also, I'm, I'm not interested in them, so kind of... that's kinda At least like put you. some decent music to but, it. That was terrible. Yeah, they oh, terrible music. I mean, they have good bu- budget songs as well, so just... But also, like, the editing and directing needs to be better. But yes. Anyway. And the bad... I'm sorry, I've had my limit with Kristen and all of that shit, like, 
All of it last week was just terrible. The scenes, especially at the Demera Mansion, were awful. Like, I'm just, I just had my limit. You know what was bad about those scenes? You know what was really bad about those scenes? How tacky the Demera Mansion looks. So when you're looking at- I love the way the mansion looks. Oh, no, it's so tacky. I, I, like I'm fine with the mansion, how the mansion looks, but very I'm just fed up with Kristen, Susan, whatever, and I'm also tired of Broy. So, like everything about that storyline, except for Lumi, which is also they're also part of it, but like the rest, it just needs to, to die down now. Like I'm done, and that's why it gets the ugly for me, because I'm over it. <laughs> Oh, I wish I remembered my third good scene this week. Well, we have some extra time left. Let's talk spoilers and promo. Ooh, that was a good promo. I liked it. It could have been better. Personally. It it gave me bad YNR vibes. I mean, hashtag free alley, but everything was... I like the look of their second kiss in that promo better than the first kiss they had. Yeah, the reality. To where? Where are we gonna put her? With Chanel. They're ba- it looks like they're going up the Chanel and Claire Tree. I hate to say it, Tony, but it looks like they're going up that route. But like, you hate admitting when I'm right. <laughs> I do. Like Ron tweet what Ron tweeted. Unless they do well, a yeah. Theo and Allie. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, because so, um, I think actually they're of course you would. I was. I think they're heading towards Chanel and Allie. Yeah, they could be too because somebody was pissed that they put the Chanel Alley kiss in the promo a couple weeks ago, and Ron and tweeted. Ron, Ron tweeted was like, "I wasn't exactly happy with that either." But what makes you think that's going to be the first, the only kiss? Yeah, so I think they're ooh, heading there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I want my Chally. I'm all for Chanel and Allie. I would like to see more scenes with them. Um. So hashtag free alley from trip. It, this just makes me want them to make Chanel the Black Brooke Logan of Salem. I would be here for it. I could, who would you see Chanel's one and only like true love being? Herself? Well, yeah, other than her. <laughs> yeah, I could see it being Allie because she's the most genuine i'll say with ally because like with everybody else we've seen her with it's almost like she puts up a facade or like a defense mechanism of what she thinks her personality is or should be but with ally we get to see the real her i could also see theo because she's also been very vulnerable with him see with theo that vulnerability didn't come off real it came off like she was trying to manipulate him into getting him to take her back to South Africa with him. So I like see it, I can see it being it well, Yeah, it did. Which is why are you I, liking the way she said that like I I can see her as the black Erica Kane because like the love of Erica's life was Erica. But but also Jack like she also loved Jack passionate affairs with men that she truly truly was head over heels for and there were always like a couple that could see through her and call her out well i don't know i mean you could say that but at the same time you could say erica loved erica and erica loved jack 
So it's like Yeah, she did, but when it came, but when the rubber hit the road, she always chose herself. And I, I love that about her. Because you don't like women don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. And she was always Erica was on her Eartha kid. Compromise for what? Compromise for who? But at the same time, once it gets good, you know she runs back to Jack. It's like you gotta have that one person for somebody. So are you, who, like, are you liking the way Chanel is being used? Because I I remember when right before she started like showed up in Salem, you were worried she would be immediately tied to Theo. I like that she's been moved around now to the point where I would like to see her with Theo. Yeah, like they're they're not islanding her just to Eli, Lonnie, and Paulina. They are expanding her universe to basically people and places we didn't think she would go. Like who Alexander. saw Chanel? And, who who saw Chanel and Xander coming? No one. Actually, and, and I mean, like you said, she has chemistry with everyone she's on screen with. I could see her with Trip as well. I could see her with Theo. I could see her with Allie. I could possibly see her with Claire. I mean, she's a dynamo and she's just yeah. so there's endless possibilities. They could make her the black Sammy. She just she just needs to get a little bit better at her scheming. Yeah, because at this point it's clear Allie isn't gonna be the next Sammy. I mean, she could be because she could we, be, don't, we, but we at the don't... same time, whole hoarding heart is going to always be in the way. Yeah, because, like, we got a glimpse of what London Alley looked like in those scenes with Chanel, but we haven't actually seen it, and I kind of want to. Yeah, definitely. But I, I can see it, her being the Black Sammy, and I'm for it, because, you know, we don't see Black people be villains on TV anymore. Okay. Let's back, get back to the promo spoilers. I don't know how to feel about this week. Because then again, we have Soap Opera Digest news and the promo. It sounds like a bunch of cluttered mess in one week. And you know how Ryan is when he tries to clutter too much in one week. Well, we do know also something else we probably should have put up in the news segment, which we'll put up now. Uh, Thursday is going to be the last time we see Abby as Marcy Miller is going on her maternity leave. So he's scrambling for a story now. What? He's scrambling for a story now. So it's like, you know how he gets when he tries to put too much into one week. I don't want him to potentially ruin a good week by putting too much in. It depends on how the episodes are structured out. That's not like, helping the case, Tony. <laughs> I I know that. Like, if, if he tries to throw all things in one episode, th- put it in a blender and see what sticks, and the episode is a frenetic edited mess, it's going to be a rocky week. But if they can somehow pace it where we get a little bit of everything and it makes sense and it's cohesive, it could work. Hopefully. It just depends I, I on how it plays. Ladder. Ugh, but... What else was on the promo? Let's go down the promo road, shall we? Uh, ben got divorce papers, which he's promptly going to burn. Um, Lucas and Sammy are attempting to break out of the uh, Demer- uh, the secret room. It looks like they're trying to escape through the ceiling. 
which looks hilarious. Uh, then Sean and is enacting his plan with Jan, which is inevitably going to go sideways. And Belle was giving the Marlena glare of the century in that promo. And then we had Trip showing up at Allie's with flowers. And then they had a second kiss, which looks miles better than their first. And we had yeah. Chanel going, getting a little sneak peek at Eli. If they're going to go down that road with Trip and Allie, we need an actual romance because we're still fresh off the rape thing. And we're going to do that. Well, it looks like they're heading down the romance road. And if I wonder us, how far we're going to. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to, which I'm here for. It's it, like the chemistry's there. And make it genuine. If it's based off of, Chip is really a good guy. He's a really good guy. I should be grateful to be with him. It's going to get old really, really, really fast. They need it's, to play it right. It's de- it that, part, that part has gotten old but their feelings do go beyond that because they had a connection the night they met in London. True. As for the Eli Chanel thing, do it. Do it. Make her the Black Brook Logan of Salem. That's all I have to say on that. I mean, she might scheme, but I don't, I don't think she'll actually... Please don't make her Stacey Marasco. That's all I'm going to say. Well, wait a minute. Doesn't Chanel have a degree as well? Mm, I don't know in what. I think no, she does, but I don't know in what. Make her make her invent Chalif. Something. I, I mean, it's so many possibilities they could make with her character and Alice's character because they both have degrees. I don't know why they're making it so hard for them to find a job. Yeah, but they also seemingly took away Allie's degree. That's what? Weird. Well, didn't you catch it like when she was talking to Trip about like how she didn't have uh, an idea of what she wanted to do with her career? She said she barely passed her exams in college. So now they're like trying to downgrade, downplay how well she did in school when they basically said she graduated early when she first came into town. Exactly. It's bull. I hate that they did that because that was in the pathos. Sammy literally came back and said, I literally put you through college and then you stopped drinking. You didn't get a job. That was a premise in it. So why are we doing it now where she can barely get a job at the pub, mind you? It's just stupid. Well, it's, it's not that she can barely get a job. It's that she doesn't know what she wants, which makes, given her, given her story, makes complete sense. Look at everything she's been through in the last 10 months. She had no time to actually think about what she wanted for herself because she was mired in trauma. Well, I get that. But at the same time, it's jarring when you have her come into the beginning being so smart that she can get away with this plan of manipulating everyone in the town and to not telling Sammy about her being pregnant. So now she barely made it through classes and she can't find a job. Well, I, the, the job thing doesn't bother me. It's more so the fact that they took away her degree. Like, that part bothers me. But they I understand. her brains to make it seem like she's weaker compared to Tripp. I, like, I get the fact that she doesn't yeah, know what she wants yeah, because there's... she doesn't know who she is because she she's not the same person she was before she was raped. So the thing she wanted back then 
are not going to be the same. She hasn't had the time to really figure out who she is now beyond being Henry's mother. That makes complete sense. I don't have an issue there. Goodness, it's just a lot. As for Chanel and Eli, go ahead. I, I don't mind it at all. Just don't, just don't make her Stacy Marasco. Please don't make her Stacy Marasco. And okay. if y'all were, if y'all were a One Life to Live fan, you know what I mean when I say that. I'm, I'm very vague on that one. Who is that? Uh, Gigi's sister that decided Rex was the love of her life because he picked up her books one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, and literally, I am not exaggerating. But then, then again, that, that's what that was. But then he again, her books. I'm a Brooklyn Ridge fan, and she came to the party one day and decided that he was her best. So, and and Ron and Ron wrote that story, and it, it devolved into mess. Like she used her bone marrow to blackmail Gigi into breaking up with Rex, and it was just a whole mess. Like I, I don't mind would have liked it, considering who that character was played by. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked it if you watched it. It was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. I remember that. I watched during that time. I don't want any I, remnants of that anywhere near Chanel. I can see her doing it for a few reasons, and I'm basing like in I'm I can see her scheme and make Lonnie think like if Eli doesn't tell her. I've talked about it. If Eli doesn't tell Lonnie about about this encounter, and Chanel uses it to her advantage it could get messy and also I'm basing it on the late edition reel which seems to be based on the scenario with Ilani and Chanel currently the character in the late edition was coming on to the guy her cousin cousin is married to so I, I can see her messing it up but I don't think it will take be taken to the level of Eli cheating. I can see like some scheming and messing with the their heads. Like the preview said, their lives will be turned upside down. So how else would it be like dramatic if if Chanel doesn't scheme? I mean, well, I guess we'll just have to tune in next week. Listeners, this is the most throwback episode I've ever had in a while because it seems like we're back in the first episode plus Dylan. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of went all over the map, but it was smooth and it worked. Well, we're here now to the very end. I'm Michael the Maverick and this is Soap Dish Salem Style. Now y'all everybody next week. Especially you new listeners. Welcome to the club. (laughs) bye you guys bye